What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cass, and welcome to The Highlight Reel, where we chat about the highlights, but most importantly, where we highlight the reel. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode four. I feel like I can't believe I made it to four episodes (laughs) in the first month. I was pretty good about rolling out an episode a week. I know I maybe missed last week, but that's okay. Here we are. I'm giving myself grace and setting zero expectations with this podcast because it is legit just for fun. Uh, so anyway, welcome to episode four. And you know, in, in just a little bit, I'll be diving so deep into Girl Get After It, hence why this episode is titled How It Started Versus How It's Going. And I'm going to dive a little deeper into sort of what I've been feeling lately, especially in these last few months from a brand perspective, but also from a business owner perspective. And then I'm going to share more details on sort of what we have planned for Girl Get After It, as well as some really big, scary, audacious goals that I have. (laughs) So before I get into that, uh, this week's update, which I still haven't figured out the ding yet, so kind of lame, but that's okay. This week's update, I wanted to share five current obsessions that I have because it all kind of stemmed from this first one that I'm going to share. And I was thinking, I was like, hmm, like, what's my update this week? Honestly, I don't really have anything new in my personal life um, other than the rut 28K is less than a week away. And I don't really want to talk about that again because A, I'm a little bit nervous and B, I already shared so much a few episodes back. So if you want to hear more about that, listen to episode two. So This week's update is my five current obsessions. (laughs) And this first one is a series on Netflix called Diagnosis. Now, if you haven't watched Diagnosis, you need to. It is so good. It is a docuseries, so I'm really into sort of real-life shows, documentaries, you name it. And this one is cool because this doctor from the who writes for the New York Times. She gets these patients that reach out to her, these people, everyday people. They send in their crazy ailments. And they do this because their doctors and their medical team have no idea what's going on. So these cases that this New York Times writer slash doctor gets are truly, truly unique. And the doctor, what she does is she takes these cases And she puts it out on the New York Times to this community of people called the crowd. So it's basically like crowdsourcing in hopes of finding a diagnosis for this person. So I shit you not, every single episode that I've watched, I have bawled my eyes out. It is such a good series. You have to check it out. Again, it's called Diagnosis on Netflix. Number two, (laughs) I recently just found this out last week from my friend Kimmy. We were headed out on a morning hike and she was like, oh my God, do you listen to Capricorn today? And I was like, what, what is that? No, but it sounds right up my alley. So on Spotify, there's this series and each episode is like less than two minutes long and it comes out every single day and it has a series for each of the signs. So like for me, I listen to Capricorn today. You know, there's Gemini today, Aries today, Pisces, all 12 of the signs. So if you head to Spotify and you type in your sign plus today, 
it'll pop up. And it's really cool because it's this really soothing, wonderful voice from a woman. And she kind of dives into where the planets are and kind of how it affects you as a Capricorn or a Gemini or whatever you are. And she shares like less than two minutes of your daily horoscope. And it is so, so good. (laughs) I've literally made that a part of my morning routine since Kimmy introduced me to that. So check it out. Again, mine is called Capricorn Today and it's on Spotify. All right, my third obsession is TikTok. (laughs) And I'm probably like two years late to the game, but I don't even care. Um, I'm also 30 years old and I feel like TikTok is definitely like Gen Z generation. Uh, not really millennial. Millennials like Instagram, right? But I'm very obsessed with TikTok right now. And I find myself in deep, dark rabbit holes every day. Um, I get on there when I need like a little work break and I need to laugh a little bit because I swear the shit that some of these people come up with blows my mind. Um, There's definitely creative geniuses out there that are just everyday people. And I love that they have a platform to express themselves on. If you're not TikTok yet, what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> um, also, if you want to follow us, feel free. We have one for Girl Get After It. Still trying to go viral. Hasn't happened yet, but fingers crossed. And then I have my personal one, which is at the Wellness Ricky. Current obsession number four. So I have this amazing, at least I think it's amazing, easy and cheap salsa recipe. Like Cody, my boyfriend can vouch for me, but we make probably a gallon of this shit a week every single Sunday or Monday I meal prep it it's the only thing I meal prep and it's gone probably in the like two to three days flat we are chips and salsa freak but I wanted to share the recipe with you because it's so simple and it's really really good okay so I take a few cans of mild rotel and then I mince some red onion or you can use white whatever you prefer I also chop up some cilantro and then the two secret ingredients that I have always added to every single salsa that I've made, um, and I think my mom taught me this trick, but it makes a huge difference, is a tablespoon of olive oil and then probably like a teaspoon of Mexican oregano. And I know that sounds weird. You're like, olive oil and salsa, oregano and salsa, this is an Italian, but Like, just trust me on this. It is so good. And you will have it gone in like two days or maybe 24 hours flat. So check it out. All right. And then my final obsession, I have posted about these shoes all over Instagram for like the last three months during my rut training, but they are the Cloud Ultra trail running shoes from On. They are amazing. They have held up hundreds and hundreds of miles for me this summer. They don't get rocks caught in the soles. They have enough padding to not feel anything underneath your feet without feeling bulky or heavy. I wouldn't be shouting these shoes out on my podcast if I didn't truly believe in them. I am already on my second pair because I love them so much. Um, Again, they are the Cloud Ultra shoes from On. Okay, cool. So those are my five current obsessions that I am obsessed with right now. Hopefully that was fun and enjoyable. Um, but let me know what you think, or if you're obsessed with any of those things too, send me a DM on Instagram at the underscore, and I would love to hear from you. Okay, let's chat all things girl, get after it. 
Okay, so if you listen to episode two, where I shared everything about my story, you sort of know why and how I started Girl Get After It. But just to kind of recap, if you didn't get a chance to listen. So when I was 22 years old, I lost my dad to a stroke. And in those few years that followed, I went through this major depressive, isolated, just sad, angry, confused stage of my life for probably a good solid couple of years. And it wasn't until I started to dive into my local community that I started to change my life, essentially. And I've always kind of said, instead of searching for a squad, I created one. Because at the time in Bozeman, Montana, there wasn't anything going on that I really resonated with as far as groups or communities or, you know, people out there that I knew of. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm searching for this, maybe other people and other women specifically are searching for this too. So I started hosting events. And my first event, I called it a sweatworking event, which I define as a healthier form of networking. And it was very simple. All we did was we got together for a yoga class, and then we did a small group discussion for like 15 minutes. And then after that, we had snacks, drinks, there was a photo booth, and then everybody went home with stickers that said, girl, get after it, which was a hashtag that I used to put on all of my fitness-related Instagram posts. And then I used to say that saying to my personal training clients. So that's a little like origin story of the phrase, girl, get after it. But anyway, that first event, we had, we, (laughs) I, I had over 50 women who signed up and I knew less than five of them, which blew my fucking mind. I thought it was going to be five of my closest friends in Bozeman and that's all who was going to show up. We had over 50 women, and what that proved to me was that other people were searching for the exact same thing that I was. So after that first event, I started to think about, okay, what's next? How can I keep doing this? How can I create more of this? And how can I start building a wellness community that I actually cared about? So I started a private Facebook group, and it was called the Bozeman Squad. Um, At the time, Girl Get After It was not a thing. So this was all hosted underneath my own personal brand, which is called The Wellness Ricky. And we started to host monthly free sweatworking events. And most of the events were held at various fitness studios around town because A, I love group fitness. It's what really, really brings me joy. I think people can change their lives by moving their bodies and working out with a group of like-minded people. And I wanted to kind of experience that and share that with other people that were maybe too intimidated to try it on their own. So for the first solid like year and a half of those monthly meetups, I, I think we had them all or most of them at various fitness studios around town. So, you know, we've partnered with Zephyr Cycling Studio. We partnered with Pure Bar. Like we hit all of the studios in town and they so graciously invited this group and myself in to experience their workout and their vibe for free. And that was awesome. Um, It slowly evolved into adding in more types of sweatworking events, more so in the workshop space. So we've done events surrounding money. We've done a relationship event. 
Um, We've even done like a beauty event too. And to me, wellness means so many different things. The smallest part of living a well life and a healthy life is the foods you eat and the workouts you do. You know, it's much more about this holistic picture of what you're doing with your everyday life that makes up a healthy lifestyle. Okay, so once we started hosting these events consistently locally in Bozeman, and again, this was still all under the wellness turkey, I started to notice that these Girl Get After It stickers were in hot demand, let's just say. And I thought it would be kind of cool to put it on a t-shirt. So I started to research what it would take to brand our own apparel and sell it. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's really expensive. Oh, wow, the minimum is 40 t-shirts. Oh, wow, I need shipping supplies. How do I ship things? You know, all these questions sort of came up. So When I was scouring Google trying to find answers to all of these questions, I came across this platform called Bonfire. And Bonfire is basically like a Kickstarter website for apparel campaigns. So I hosted a Bonfire campaign. And I think, you know, you had to sell minimum 24 before they would go into production. And this site was cool because they handled all of the printing, they handled all of the apparel sourcing, and they handled all of the shipping. (laughs) So we did a bonfire, we, I, (laughs) there I go again, you'll notice that a lot, but I did a bonfire campaign and I think that first run of tees and sweatshirts, we sold almost 50 and it was really cool because I remember hitting that goal within the first like 24 to 48 hours and just thinking like, oh my gosh, like people want to buy this they want to wear it like what like blows my mind and so they went to print and then I think it was a couple of months later I decided to do it again so we did another bonfire campaign and that one hit well over the minimum amount to go to print and so having those two campaigns I guess under my belt and seeing like the demand and the want for this type of message to be out there and to be worn proudly by women, just had my wheels spinning. And I was like, okay, this is something, I don't know what it is. I have no experience in product or really events at that time, but I I wanna latch onto it and I wanna just run with it and see where it goes. So in that first year, uh, so this was 2017, I actually reached out to a lawyer in Bozeman who specialized in intellectual property, and I had this idea to trademark Girl Get After. I approached him and, you know, shared my ideas, shared a little bit about what I thought Girl Get After it was at the time, and he was like, okay, like, well, I just need to start some research, see what's out there, and then we need to have you put down a retainer. So he gave me this quote and, you know, at the time it was like 1500 bucks or something like that, 2000 maybe. And I remember seeing that and I was like, oh fuck, like I don't even have, you know, 500 bucks on my bank account that I can put down on this. And then what I did was I actually reached out to a family member. I reached out to my grandma and I uh, approached her with this idea for a business that I had. And my grandma being my grandma, who she's such a kick-ass woman, she was like, I want to help you with this. Like, this sounds so cool. Let's do this. What do you need? 
So she actually loaned me that initial money to get it trademarked. What was also cool at that time was hashtag girl get after it, as well as the phrase was not on anybody's radar. You know, basically that that space was was mine for the taking. And so that got me all excited because the likelihood of it going through was really, really high. So I started to gather all the materials. I submitted them to my lawyer. You know, he started the process. From, from the time of submission to the time of approval, it took about eight months. And then I remember finally getting our trademark certificate in the mail about a year later. You know, a trademark and a copyright isn't an end-all be-all to having a legit business, but it was a start. And that was kind of the catalyst to me realizing like, okay, like I just invested in this. I need to make it work and I need to turn it into something because I just had this innate feeling that it was going to take off for me and be a really big part of my life. Okay, so those were the very early stages of Girl Get After It. And as you can kind of tell, you know, we we started as a community-first brand hosting these in-person wellness events and meetups. And then shortly after, this whole e-commerce branded apparel piece started to creep in. So with this e-commerce piece, we had just gotten it trademarked. I had those two bonfire campaigns under my belt, and I started to think, okay, what's next? So what we did was... I started actually drop shipping when I first started my online store. And I did that through a site called Printful. I did this because it was just the right move for us as a startup brand and as a business with zero capital behind them because having retail and having a product-based business is really expensive for starters. <laughs> like you know, the actual money to invest in the amount of product where, you know, you get price breaks potentially where you get the pieces that you want, you get high quality apparel, all the above, it starts to get really expensive really quick. We also went with the drop shipping method because there was no overhead for us. And then there was no minimums. What they did was when people go on your site to shop, when they make an order, that order then goes to Printful and Printful will print, ship, and package one-off items. So you don't have to deal with any of that, which at the time was the perfect move for me because I you know, was doing full-time marketing and consulting work and I had zero space in my one-bedroom apartment in downtown Bozeman, you know, zero capital to work with and zero time to really invest in getting this off the ground in the right way. And during those three years, it always felt like a passion project. It felt like a side hustle to this full-time hustle that I had in the marketing world. And it wasn't until I think late 2019 that I actually made a Girl Get After It dedicated website. And that is probably the moment, at least the moment that sticks out the most to me, where I literally felt like it was legit. I felt like it was its own thing. It felt like a business. It felt like something that people would take seriously. And after that is when I feel like shit started happening. (laughs) I don't know why that is, um, but I think it was some sort of shift of perspective in my own brain that was happening. And I started to look at Girl Get After It as this you know, legit brand that was about to make waves in the wellness industry. 
Now let's tap into the events and how those evolved over those five years or so. So like I said, we we hosted monthly meetups locally here in Bozeman, and we did that for about two or three years before growing. I actually got so lucky. The people who reached out to me to bring Girl Get After It to life in their own local community, I knew and was friends with all of them. So that allowed me to trust these people with this piece of something that I hold so close to my heart. Right now, we're technically in five cities across Montana, Bozeman, Butte, Billings, Great Falls, and Missoula. And when we started to dive into and pop up in these other cities across Montana, we started to get more and more people outside of Montana and all over the country. They would reach out to me and ask me, how can I bring this to life in my city? And I have felt paralyzed and I have felt like I never had the answer, at least the the right answer that felt good enough to pursue. I never gave it the the intentional space I think that it deserved to really think about how that would work, what that could look like, and how we could grow that in-person piece. So that was how I felt for a solid three years. And then 2020 hit (laughs) and, you know, shit blew up in various ways. But the thing that did not blow up was our in-person meetups, right? For, For very good reason. So with that huge shift in 2020, some really cool things happened for us. And um, just to kind of recap a few of those, number one, our ambassador team grew from, I think at the time it was three, to we are now at 11, which is wild. And those 11 women are located all across the country, as well as a couple up north in Canada. You know, we had the opportunity to hire on a very small internal team of contract employers and interns, which I never realized how valuable having a sounding board or people to bounce ideas off of was until this last year. Another really cool thing was we landed a co-brand partnership with Lululemon, (laughs) which still blows my mind. Uh, A little bit about that. So I started conversations with Lululemon in October of 2019, and we didn't get approved for co-brand partnership until about August or September of 2020. So that process took almost a year. And I get a lot of questions around that being like, how did you do that? You know, like landing an e-commerce co-brand partnership for a fairly small organization is really hard to do. And I think a couple of things attributed to that. So I'm an ambassador for our local Bozeman store. So obviously I got some connections. But also, I have always said that I am the queen of follow-ups. Like, give me an inch and I will take a mile. And so if you're listening out there and you're trying to like land a big deal, my advice to you is to follow up. Follow up so many times until they either block you or say no. Because I think so often when we send an email or a message out to somebody and we don't hear a response, we instantly get defeated. Keep chasing after your goals because what's the worst they can say is no. And you'll be just fine if they do. So we landed a Lululemon co-brand partnership, which is really cool. Um, The next thing is we (laughs) rebranded. So I started Girl Get After It with a Photoshop Elements account and just some like 
cheesy brand colors that I liked. So red, black, and white. <laughs> Very original, I know. Um, but we rebranded with the help of Franny. Shout out to Fran. She is so talented at what she does. And I'm very obsessed with our new scheme and vibe. And then the last big thing that happened was we launched our digital squad community in January of 2021. That's been awesome. So we've been in activation there for about almost nine months. And that's not going anywhere for the time being. I feel like digital communities and digital content and offerings is still going to be very much a thing. Maybe not as prominent as they were in 2020, but I think they're going to have their main place in, in every brand and how they operate for the future. So with the in-person piece sort of taking a backseat, I focused this last year a lot on growing our e-commerce because... To be honest, that's how we were making our money. And obviously, if we weren't making money, we couldn't be doing the things that we're doing. I couldn't be full-time girl, get after it. I couldn't have a small team of contract employees. Like all these things come up. And this last year, I've been hyper-focused on the e-commerce piece. And if you would have asked me a year goal, a year ago of my goals for Girl Get After It, I would have told you that I <laughs> wanted to be manufacturing our own gear, that I wanted a brick and mortar space for a showroom in Bozeman, that I wanted a team of 10 employees fulfilling, marketing, promoting, ordering, all the things for Girl Get After It. And right now, I don't want any of that. And how I came to that realization, honestly, was just in this last couple of months. And, you know, summertime for us has always been a slow season. So these last few months, we've been very down in sales. And when I realized that the sales weren't coming in, I started to get really stressed out. And it turns out when you're not making a profit as you once were, you're unable to mask your true feelings by money. And I started to realize how unhappy I was and how my life and this brand was going in a direction that I never wanted it to go. You know, I've always been a person that loves her autonomy. And that means like from people, from places and from things. And when you have a product-based business, you attach yourself to a place, you attach yourself to a person or people and you attach yourself to a thing. And I started to look at my life and not be very proud of how it was, you know, shaping up to be. And a lot of that was due to this e-commerce portion and the stress that came with it. You know, overhead is insane. A lot of people pleasing has to happen in this product-based space. I also, in this last few months, have realized how little that I can step away from this business like, I don't think I've gone away from my office for longer than three or four days in the last two years, I want to say. Um, because when an order comes in, you have to be there. You know, you have to fulfill that order. You have to deal with the customer support tickets that are coming in. So what I felt like was all of our eggs for Girl Doctor were in this one basket. And what it took was a couple of really down months to make me realize that this is not the life I want to be living and this is not the brand that I want to be bringing to life. 
in these last couple months when things have been so slow and down, it has actually given me space and space to brainstorm, space to feel my feelings, all of them, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great. You know, it's felt really good because I haven't been in this space for a really long time because it's been so crazy, you know, crazy in a good way and a little bit of bad. With that, I feel like I came up with a revolution (laughs) or I guess an evolution of Girl Get After It. And it makes me really excited. Um, It also makes me nervous. I think that's normal, though, with any change and evolving of anything you know, nerves are normal and I've felt like this before and obviously I'm okay. So I know that I will be okay, whether it works out or not. We have some big changes coming up for Girl Get After It, which if you follow us on social over at Girl Get After It, you may have read about them already. So I wanted to just kind of briefly touch base on them. But one of the changes that I'm implementing is um, about our gear. So Starting in 2022, we're transitioning our e-commerce shop, our branded apparel, our gear that gives back to a drop-only model. Hmm. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Or I guess it would be dun, dun, dun. (laughs) You know, what that means is we will no longer have a shop up and available for you to browse 24-7. We will be releasing three, maybe four collections a year on a drop only basis. So only exclusives, all new product, uh, no restocks, limited quantities. So we're, we're transitioning to a drop only model. And I think that'll bring back a little bit of creativity into it as well. And, you know, you, you won't be seeing the same designs over and over again either. And it's, it's going to be on a first come first serve basis. On that note, we will have our e-commerce shop available for you to browse and snag your favorite items through the end of this year. So it'll be normal for the next several months, well into the holiday season, because I know gifting is coming up and gifting your girls or your friends that girl get after it tea. There's nothing better. So don't worry. It's up for the remainder of the year, but beginning in 2022, we're transitioning to a drop only model. Boom. (laughs) Really excited for that. The second change or evolution that we're bringing to life is really tapping back into our in-person community. So we know we're calling it Girl Get After It IRL, which stands for in real life (laughs) for all my, um, you know, 30 year olds and up. Uh, So we we're relaunching it starting locally in Bozeman. And I did that last week. And a couple of changes that are being implemented there are, it's going to be a true membership. So it's still very accessible. It's $49 a year or $87 for life. And with that, we are getting off of Facebook. Bye. (laughs) I've never been more excited about anything in my entire life. Um, But we are getting onto a new and improved community building platform that is dedicated for this type of content. And I'm so excited about it. It's actually the same platform that we use for our digital squad community. Um, So it's very seamless. It's tried and true. It really works really well for us and what we're trying to do here too. So we relaunched in Bozeman last week and 
that membership, you know, it includes obviously access to these monthly sweat working events to sort of build your like-minded community with people that you know are interested in the same things as you. But it also gives you some other perks as we continue to grow. It does give you access to other communities and other members all over the country as we sort of launch in these other cities, meaning if you're traveling to Oregon and you want to know the best coffee shops to try out in Bend or Portland, or you want to meet up with somebody to go mountain biking with, you can tap into the Bend, Oregon community on that same platform and ask and reach out to people. Um, Another scenario is say you're moving to Austin, Texas, and we have an established community there. Bingo. It's going to take the guesswork out of meeting new friends, trying local spots, and sort of just diving into your local community in a really seamless way. Or say you're moving somewhere and we don't have a community started there, but you want to bring one to life. You have that opportunity to do so. And so my goal in the next couple of years is to take this nationwide, and I want to be in every city across the United States. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then the third thing to kind of note is our digital community. So I kind of touched on this briefly before, so I won't go into too much of this, but it is not going anywhere. You know, like I said, I I really believe there's a place for digital communities for the foreseeable future. And just a note on this, our digital community and our IRL community are two separate spaces but they do complement each other very well. So our digital community is basically our like top tier membership platform, right? Like more content, more monthly events, uh, more touch bases, more perks, more everything. (laughs) Our in real life community is like a distilled down version of that. Now, anybody who joins the digital squad community automatically gets a free year membership to our in real life community. And then on the flip side, as a member of our in-person community of Girl Get After It IRL, you get a major discount on becoming a member to the Digital Squad too. So they definitely work off of each other. But like I said, the digital community, the Digital Squad isn't going anywhere. So those are the changes and the evolution that I've been brainstorming these last few months, and I feel so good. Um, I also feel really fucking scared, but I think that's normal. And then like the last note I think I'm going to leave you guys with is just like manifesting and sharing some really big audacious goals that I have for this brand out loud, because I think keeping goals to yourself, although it like serves a perfect purpose for sure. Like, you never know who's listening. (laughs) So, you know, I I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to share these. And, you know, maybe somebody will reach out who, you know, loves to hear this or has the same goal themselves or like know somebody who wants to connect us. So anyway, here goes nothing. I've never shared these out loud before at all. So the first goal is I want to land a huge co-brand partnership with somebody who will sell Girl Get After It in their store, whether it's online or brick and mortar. Where my mind goes is obviously Lululemon, that would be so sweet, or even like Adidas or Nike or Athleta or I don't know, like the sky's the limit. But how fucking cool would it be for this big name brand to have a, you know, 
a one item collection or maybe it's a mini collection of Girl Get After It branded merch hanging in their virtual shelves, hanging on their racks in their stores, and like a portion of those sales going to a featured nonprofit every quarter. But we'll see. Goal number two. Ooh, okay. This one is huge. I want to work with the USA Women's Olympic team. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that's like sponsoring or just working with the various athletes and maybe like girl get after it gets slapped on their USA Women's uniforms. Then my next goal, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I want to be, I want to have our IRL communities in every single state across the country in the next one to two years. So if you want to become a community lead, bring it to Arkansas or bring it to Alaska or Oklahoma or wherever, apply today. We'd love to see your name through the inbox. Um, And then just let me know if you have any questions. And then the last big goal that I'm going to share today is I envision Girl Get After It being a badass female focus media company. I want to create content that makes a difference, that gives you chills when you watch it, that makes you want to print it out and hang it on your wall. And just like a media company that empowers women in the right way. That is all things girl get after it. Holy smokes. Hopefully I made sense. (laughs) I did follow my notes, so I think it did. But I want to hear what you think. I want to hear like what you think of all these changes coming about. Maybe you can relate to having some slow months if you're a very online focused business. And then maybe I would love to hear some big goals of your guys's. Like, like I said, speaking them into existence and not keeping them to yourself holds a lot of power. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully I'll see you over on Instagram. You can follow me at the wellness Ricky underscore or at the brand at large at girl get after it. And I would love to see you online soon. Okay. Ta-ta.